Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of July 7th, 2021 here on News AF. If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Yeah, that's right. News AF. We're back again here on another Wednesday edition of News AF to talk uh, about everything going on here in the summer of 2021. All the big top news stories that you might have missed here as you're enjoying your wonderful summers. And of course, uh, we're here with a man who is Pickleball's top influencer, one of the great dads as well. Here he is. It's Tyson Apostle. Tyson, how are you? I'm good. I mean, my fatherhood has bestly, definitely been tested this week. Yeah. Uh, we went to Newport with Rachel's parents. Uh, and uh, you know how hotel living is with two kids. Everybody's in the same room. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kids love it. They yeah. absolutely love it. They could live in a hotel forever. They love the f- idea of sleeping all in the same room <clears throat> and running around this place that doesn't belong to them and is foreign. And, uh, so we did that for a whole week and it was fine. We went to the beach, we went to the pool, no problem. Then we get back and that was Ber- Bergen had a birthday during that time. So we celebrated, we get back and then it's Marlo's birthday. Cause they're back to back birthdays pretty much. And Rachel has this idea cause she doesn't want to do anything at the house to just take the kids to this, uh, resort that supposedly has this water park and, uh, it was all a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. The water park was disgusting, super overpriced, not even a real water park. And in my mind, I was like, I remember water parks being so cool when I was like 10 years old. Is the fact that I'm an adult now, is that like they're, were they, they were never gross. cool? Yeah. yeah. Were they always gross? Were there, are there some good ones? They were gross. And, yeah. But I think there are some good ones with, I, even though they're gross, there's some that have some cool slides. This had no cool slides, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, I wasted a lot of money and uh, regret it. And uh, we'll never be able to get that back to uh, <laughs> invest somewhere uh, smarter than what I did. But mm-hmm. uh, live and learn, you know? Yeah. You invested it in your children's happiness. That they will not remember, which is fine. And it would have been fine if they were happy, but like at the water park, Marlo's at that age, she's three now and she won't swim with her floaty, but she's not good enough to swim on her own without it. She can oh, like float on her back and kick around. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> she can swim. Thing. 
but she's definitely going to take on a lot of water. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the whole time in the lazy river, she's just screaming every time one of us is like reeling her in a little bit. And so we are like, oh, that's so fun just to have a three-year-old screaming at her parents to let her I go. Tell, I could tell that you've had a rough one. Yeah. You're like battle weary. Like, yeah, you know, I'm tired, talk. dude. And then uh, today I had to have a talk with Bergen that if I am sleeping, you don't need to wake me up for everything. <laughs> yeah. What did she wake you up for, Tyson? Everything. She So she got me up at probably like at six uh, in the morning at first. Uh to see if she could play toys. Yeah, play toys in your room. Don't wake me up for that, okay? And then she came in to see if I'd blow up a balloon for her so she could let it fizzle out. And I said, don't wake me up for that. So if it's an emergency or something very, very important. Uh, but I don't think she heard that part of any of it. Mm-hmm. Nope. So, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're fine. I'm take a nap, Tyson. Why don't you just take a nap? We'll watch you sleep in the background. And, you know, I've thought about doing a live stream of just me sleeping, like at night, just turn it on. May as well just, you know, bulk those numbers up on social media. Yeah. You know, <laughs> see what happens. You never know who will t- tune in. Maybe that will be my uh, my uh, TikTok hit, game. Bu- your runaway hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't put it that long of a video. Maybe you can take like very short cat naps on TikTok. Yeah. Cat nap. Tyson okay. cat nap apostle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meow. Meow. Okay. So we also are joined by a man who uh, is never napping, always out there, the eye in the sky, Danny Bryson. Never nap Bryson. Yeah. Although I do love a good nap. Yes. Tyson, CDC just came out and they had to put out a warning. Do not swim with diarrhea. Because mm-hmm. uh, the you're going to spread it all to everybody else, and I thought, you know what? No one is going to listen to that. Every lazy river at least has one diarrhea person in it. So enjoy those water parks. Yeah, how do you know, Danny? I know, I know how. You know what? If you're a parent and your kid has diarrhea, but the alternative is staying home with a diarrhea kid mm-hmm. or taking him to the lazy river, mm-hmm. uh, you take him to the lazy river. That's just like a parent being a parent. Like can't handle it anymore in here, this house with all these kids. But Tommy has diarrhea. It's like yeah. he hasn't pooed in an hour. Let's go. Kids jump in the river. The river cleans all. I don't. It's know. chlorinated. Tyson, as somebody who has just visited a water park, uh, would you rather stay home with a kid who's not feeling well or be at a water park? Well, well, I didn't say not feeling well. I'm saying has diarrhea. Has diarrhea, yeah. yeah. Which does means different things to different kids. Some kids, you're like, what What happened to the toilet? They're like, well, I have diarrhea. You're like, I haven't heard. This is the first I've heard yeah. of this. Well, and some kids, that's their regular poop. They never had a regular yeah. poop in their life. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one kid with diarrhea can ruin it for everyone. Thousands. Mm-hmm. Thousands. Now, thousands is what the CDC is saying. Uh, I, I wanted to bring this up because we talked about it in the pre-show, but you know, we just had the 4th of July. So lots of smoke and explosions. Yeah. Luckily, no giant raging forest fires caused by, um, you know, juvenile yeah. firework yeah. Dis- uh, displays, at least out here. But <clears throat> can we start this off by talking about the greatest, uh, symbol of patriotism we saw all week? What was that? Well, I, I mentioned it in the pre-show. Mark Zuckerberg's oh, yes. weird <laughs> foil board, foil board flag with uh, what song was it playing in the background? It was a beautiful. Uh, 
Was it Lee oh, Take Me Home Country Road, oh. John Denver? Mm-hmm. Very cool. This I just wanted to say two two things, and this is why I wanted to talk about it because I had been thinking about this. One, I have a theory that Mark Zuckerberg is an alien. That's why he does things in such a weird way, right? Mm-hmm. But let's if he's not an alien, if he is listening to News AF, I want to offer myself to Mark Zuckerberg for a hefty fee as the guy who will filter out things. I am not a yes man. All right. So when you're like, should I post this? I can be that guy who says, this is weird, dude. No, you can't post this. I'm going to charge a lot for my services, but I will guarantee you, you will not post another single awkward thing. If you hire me to be your filter, your normalcy filter. That's what I'm offering to Mark right now, if mm-hmm. he's listening. Yeah, we're showing because the video he just clip posts right some now. really. I won't allow that uh, picture of your face covered in an insane amount of sunscreen to get out there, or this. He's a big wakeboarder. We talked about this a lot. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he is. Foil border is what he's done. Foil right? border. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we started talking about this. It started with that sunscreen picture, which also makes you think he might be an alien. And uh, that's when he very first got into it. So we've kind of been there with him as he's grown up uh, in the foil world. Am I crazy to think that this is not that hard to do? I th- I've watched enough videos where I, th- I think it's, that it's a little challenging. There's a learning curve. Yeah. Because your feet are strapped in. It looks like there's mm-hmm. a machine that's like, I don't know what the bottom No, it's not it. a machine. No, it's, it's a not. foil. It's just like a big giant fin under there. Mm-hmm. They do have ones with uh, a machine. And I think that's what Mark Zuckerberg rides. He and he, yeah. he has a remote in his hand and you can see it. Mm-hmm. That he is, but Tyson, the one you're talking about, I think both require practice. But the one Tyson's talking about, I think, is even more challenging, where you have to go up and down. <clears throat> I just, yeah, so I, this, I saw, so yeah, this so. one is a, it's got a big fin, foil fin underneath it. So the one I ride is just a surfboard style thing. Those yeah. are easy. These apparently are. There's a learning curve to them, but once you get it, you know. But they, uh, there are is some challenge to them. So the foil board. Uh, catches the water easier. So, like, you don't have to be right in the wake. Like, he's w- outside the wake, but still getting pushed by the momentum of the boat right there is what mm. I think is happening. And so, like, guys in the ocean, you can catch a wave before it breaks if you have a foil board. So, you can catch, like, a slope rather than a drop-off. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So, it gives you a little more freedom to ride more th- options but i know that there is a curve to it i just don't know how difficult it is i also want to point out for uh mark's uh foil freedom ride or freedom foil ride that he mm-hmm. did here it wouldn't be weird if certain people had done it you know it's just like he does things that aren't him and it just puts off this trying too hard vibe and i think that he just needs someone who tells him no Mm-hmm. This is not a good idea. No one, no one will think this is cool. And I, I'm that guy. So offering my fees, uh, they're, they're a lot. It's going to cost a lot to protect you from yourself, but uh, I'm willing to take on that job, Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so will you give him other ideas of things to do, Danny? No, I would say do what you're going to do, right? But whenever you think, should I post this? I'll be the guy who's like, no. No, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just share that with... Don't even share that with your close friends. He probably can't uh, even share this with anyone because everyone's looking to spill the guts on Mark Zuckerberg. Nobody likes him. Mm-hmm. So if you can get anything out there, he's got a, probably a very small circle mm-hmm. of highly paid yes men 
and they're letting stuff like this slip through the cracks. Yeah. So I'm your guy. Is there a different flag he could have been holding? That people really, yeah. All right. No. No. There maybe like the what do they call the one with the skull and crossbones? Like a pirate flag? Yeah, like a pirate flag because nobody wants him to carry the flag of their cause. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially in that manner. Like there is no flag out there other than the oh, what is that called? You know what I'm talking about. The skull the pirate flag, yeah. maybe. He could get away with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Tyson talked about that he may consider doing some streams of him sleeping on that bed mm-hmm. in the background. And maybe this could be a great way to get some endorsements because a article came out this week uh, from The Guardian about how brands are looking to do advertising in people's Dreams, specifically Coors Beers, uh, created a video which is uh, designed to be watched. And then you listen to an eight hour soundscape when you're sleeping. And this is going to target dream incubation, which would trigger refreshing dreams. This is Coors? Coors. No, dude, because they've got some ulterior motive where they're just like... Invest in cores by cores. Yeah, they're inceptioning you so hard while you're asleep. Natty light tastes disgusting. Like, yeah, they're definitely, it's, they're not doing this out of the goodness of their heart. There is some money making scheme behind this. Yeah. Like, like the Manchurian candidate where yeah. they put something in your brain and then they trigger it like right before the 4th of July. Sure. Yeah. But at the supermarket. Danny, if this could give you like, like nice, refreshing dreams, I mean, it's sort of, sort of like you're watching YouTube and you just got to watch the ad and then you can go ahead and then get the video that you want. What if this just triggers nightmares? Well, then you Sleep wouldn't do paralysis. it anymore. You wouldn't do it anymore. I don't know. I'm a Tyson. No one puts stuff out like this, especially not a company like Coors, Mm. out of the goodness of their hearts. Yeah. They're not just trying to help us sleep. If anything, they don't want us to sleep because every moment we're sleeping is a moment we're not drinking beer. Yeah. (laughs) You know? That's... Rob? Yeah? Does that sound? Uh, That makes sense. Yeah. So, if anything, they're tricking us into thinking they're helping us sleep, but in all actuality, they're like, still awake. Drink a Coors, that'll help you fall asleep. Steal awake, drink mm-hmm. a Coors, that, and then they'll do more and more and more. And then maybe they'll come out with a sleep Coors, yeah. which is uh, got melatonin in it and uh, NyQuil, mm-hmm. and uh, that I will mean, be their cocktail, you know? Why don't we Coors? come up with I mean, nighttime cocktail? Honestly, like, uh, like you drink enough beers, like it does have that effect. Like I don't know if you need to add a lot to it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we come up with a targeted dream incubation? Well, uh, Danny, I have some news scam. for you. Uh, I think we what? already did. It's called this podcast where uh, oh, yeah. I hear from so many people where they say like, oh, I listened to the podcast when I was falling asleep. And then I had this dream about the podcast or this dream. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. And- I listened to this. Like yeah. So I only listen to podcasts at night or if I have a long drive somewhere, but I don't have a long drive very often. So... Yeah. uh so I almost always listen to my podcasts at night. And so I listen to this. I only listen to two podcasts and this is one of them. What's the other one? And, uh, the uh, Jesselnick and Rosenthal uh, Vanity Project. Okay. 
Oh, here's something interesting, by the way. Yes. This technique has been around for thousands of years. And suppose, supposedly, Salvador Dali would fall asleep holding a spoon in an attempt to enhance his creativity. I don't know how that would work, but... Mm-hmm. The spoon would drop from his hand onto a prepositioned dinner plate, waking him up in a state where he could remember the images he had seen. So I'm guessing as he's going into REM, he drops it and he wants to wake up immediately so he can remember his dreams. And from his paintings, apparently, I think that maybe that worked, right? They were kind of crazy. I can't remember my dreams. I've thought about keeping a dream journal, but uh, the only dreams I remember are the ones where I'm with women other than my wife, and I only remember them so that I can tell her when I wake up. Uh, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? With the blonde you, last night. Danny, <laughs> Danny, this is a shocking development. You see, you, I, you uh, rat yourself out? Oh, it makes her so mad. It doesn't even matter what happened in the dream. It's like just if if there was any other woman in the dream other than her, I just can't wait to wake up and tell her. I like intentionally remember to do it because it just bothers her so much. Oh, see that if anything, like I, I get like the opposite of that, where my wife will have dreams that I'm having an affair, and so that's wor- it's that's not worse. Even my dream, and then she's and then yes. she's like angry with me. But that's why I repeat these dreams to her, because when they happen to her, she's always mad at me, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I make a point when it happens in my dream to let her know. She's not as mad as if she had had the dream, right? She's more annoyed. But mm-hmm. when it happens to her in her dream, she's always angry. Mm-hmm. So I make a point kind of like to just make fun of her by pointing out if there's been a, another woman in my dream. Mm-hmm. It just bothers her so much. So... Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if I could get some uh, dream targeted, whatever it's called. What is it? Yes. <laughs> you know, to help me steer away, help her steer away from dreams where I cheat on her. Okay. That's what I would All like right. to have. Well, it for. what would that product be? Um, would you play it in your, like, get like a Bluetooth Coors speaker? Light. Yeah, and play it? Does Coors Light offer that in their package uh, deal? Like uh, husband not cheating on you? Yeah. Dream? No, I, I had a dream like- where I had a dream, Danny, where you were talking to another girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I had a dream where we went to a party and a girl came up to talk to you. And you just said, "Sorry, I'm married," and leaned over and gave me a kiss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe like, like if Jared, the diamond jewelry store, maybe if they could have something like that, where that that, that would be like their commercial. But I kind of feel like that the Coors Dream Inception is going to be kind of like a beer commercial. Yeah, where I'm at an awesome party with tons of young, hot people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, drink beer. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool again. Drink beer. Everyone thinks I'm cool again. And I'm driving like a muscle car, and I don't even know what other cool stuff I'm doing, but it's all because of beer. Well, it could go one of two ways, because, yeah, it's like the beer commercial, but also Coors is like Rocky Mountain High. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, Is it sort they got of the like, cold can. Yeah, is it like a babbling uh, brook? Like, is that is that the sort of relaxing? No, because then you're going to have to urinate. Nate, you're gonna be like, dude, a strong urge to pee. I have to go pee now. Just you don't want a babbling brook in the dream. I had a dream. I tweeted about this, but you guys might not have seen it. I had a dream where I full on went to a public restroom with a line of urinals, did a full length pee. Okay. Woke up in the morning, did not pee my bed at all, and didn't even wake up then to go pee. How mentally strong am I? Yeah. Dude. One of the strongest to ever live, probably. 
Yeah. I bet you're the kind of guy who can pee and stop at will. Like just the whole pee, like pee, stop. Yeah. Sometimes if I have to pee and there's not a good place to pee, you can just like, I can pee stop. Yeah. If I have to. My dream, my most often dream that I have is of me tripping and falling. Those dreams that make you go like, like that shoot awake. Mm -hmm. I have those all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want them. I want a different dream. So if we can get dream targeted dream, whatever, I, I need to move away from that. So maybe course could come up with something for me mm-hmm. where it's like I'm in a grass, grassy field with a couple blondes, yeah. <laughs> you know, something less, more relaxed rather than these intense falling dreams that I have all the time. Yeah. So it seems like that there are people that are up in arms about this because of uh, where it could go as opposed to uh, where it is right now. I mean, this does seem like a gimmick right now from cores, but people are concerned about uh, having all of these like uh, internet enabled, like a uh, voice activated assistants around your house, which can start playing things at certain times uh, that they're the door is open for the advertisers to incept your dreams. That's a great point. We all have devices in our houses that could whisper sweet nothings to us as we slumber. Yeah. And if they perfect this technology, next thing we'll know, we'll wake up in the morning not even remembering all the stuff we bought on Amazon. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's a great point yeah. and a reason to worry. By the way, that is where it's headed. I would l- listen to the Coors uh, video and go to sleep. I would do you it. Would? Yeah. Yeah. For, for science or just like every night? I mean, how many nights do I have to do it? As many, I mean... I mean uh, 21 you, days. Like, what does it wait, sound like? Wait, they're paying us? I don't think so. I mean, they pay you in having good dreams. You're oh, welcome, well, Tyson. Danny said 21 days. Like, no, I said some... you probably... You know how habits change over 21 oh, days. Oh, okay. You have to do it for 17 to 21 days. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. make that connection. I'm glad you explained it, laid it out for me. Uh, I think, uh, I mean... You got to try it. Yeah, you watch a short video before bed, and okay. then uh, then you listen to an eight hour uh, like thing. Now you have to sleep eight hours to get the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're targeting a very lucky specific group of yeah. people. Yeah, uh, or a sad, either a lucky or sad group. Those are the only two groups they are reaching. Is the like people mm-hmm. who have yeah. nothing and only sleep, and people who have everything and so only sleep some of the people it's like the people who carry cash mm-hmm. it's like only the very rich and the very poor carry cash it's just like only the very rich and very poor get eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. uh it's a good point is it i think this article is filled yeah. with great information yeah it tell has- us more tell us more Rob had something. Yeah, Rob, were you about the, to the say people something? that uh, did it. One person said they dreamt out waterfalls. Uh, one person uh, was walking through snow. One person saw Ooh. some mountains. Are these people dreaming? Or are they watching mediocre amateur on YouTube? I know. Seriously, uh, a lot of sweating too. Can you watch it or listen to it in double speed or one point five speed? Because then you can get your six hours in, Rob. Oh, that's true. You know? So that's pretty smart. I'm pretty smart about mm. that. Uh, here's a, here's something interesting. They in a 2014 study from the same article, it, they uh, they found that smokers exposed to the smell of cigarettes and rotten eggs while they slept smoked 30 percent fewer cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if where this is headed is not just sounds, 
but also smells. Like imagine if they could put the smell of fresh barley hops. Oh yeah. man! Oh yeah! Oh, I was thinking less nefarious. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, you're still going with like. I was thinking like, what you're if you still could... thinking Coors is doing this out of the goodness of their heart? No, I was like, no, no. What if you could? And this goes back to what Rob said about the snowy mountain. Like, if you could project the smell of freshly fallen snow or dewy, you know, early morning grass. In yeah, I've been on this ride. It's called Soren, California. Yeah, and they <laughs> missed you with Adventure, orange, yeah. with orange yeah. oil in your face. Yeah, so. Let me ask you to both this question. So, mm-hmm. okay, if let's say Domino's came out with this and then like <laughs> you could dream that you're eating pizza all night long, like do you a like oh that's great. I could eat all this pizza guilt-free or no. does your dream of eating pizza then say okay, I've dreamt of eating pizza. Now I need to do the real thing. B. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think B. I think like if all of a sudden you're asleep and Alexa spritz a pepperoni, hot pepperoni, fresh pizza into the air Mm -hmm. while playing some very manipulative music, you're going to wake up and against all logic, you're going to eat an entire large pepperoni pizza for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden they'll be selling uh, pepperoni pizzas at Domino's for breakfast. Okay. So successful. All right. Well, we talk about all the viral advertising trends. So let's see if in uh, the rest of 2021, uh, this turns out to be something that we're talking about more and more here on News AF as more advertisers try to enter the dream escape space. Okay. I hope I saw some I saw some uh, studies over the last year about sleep specifically and how with 2020 and all of that stuff with people not having real schedules that people were more sleep deprived than ever. And that it was going to be a huge market figuring out how to get people back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Well, it's beginning. Okay. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So, here's an article that I thought was uh, primo for uh, News AF. That there is a study, a survey that was done that shows that we are in a severe recession of male friendship. 
Men have less friends than ever. Okay, Danny, have you found this to be true? No, he has the same amount of friends that he's always had since he was in sixth grade. They call me Danny Consistent Bryson when it comes to friends. I like to keep the group around two or three. And it never changes, or does it change? Yeah. No, it never It'll changes. Shift. It'll, It'll shift, shift a little bit from time to time. But uh, yeah, it never changes. Yeah. Men's so. social circles are shrinking, according to uh, the Survey Center on American Life. And mm-hmm. uh, 30 years ago, a majority yeah. of men reported they had six close friends. What ages of men, though? Uh, a majority. Well, let's just men. say 18 to 45, because that's what... Unless it says in here, I Men. always feel like that's the big okay. Chunk. Okay, okay. So six close friends. That's, that was thirty to years ago. Okay, I'm still uh, in, in 1991. That. Yeah, men had six friends. Today, that number is down to three, and slightly more than one in four. Uh, slightly more than one in four have uh six or more close friends, but 15 percent of men have no close friends. 16%. I mean, there's so much to this study. What constitutes a close friend? Hmm. How often is the conversation? How deep is the conversation? I think there's way too many variables to really, like, uh, people could have answered this differently 30 years ago because 30 years ago, technology wasn't where it's at. So the way you communicate is different as well. Mm-hmm. Also, so I don't think did- it's even fair to, like, for me, there's way too many things that are... Uh, variables in here to even compare like I, you can't it's like i have uh 600 facebook friends and they see everything i do mm-hmm. and i see everything they like th- so is that not count and if that didn't exist would i be more uh in tune mm-hmm. personally via telephone with some of these people yes probably so mm-hmm. i think that uh yeah, I think that social media probably negates some of that, but I don't know that that's necessarily lessens it. I don't know. Hmm. Single men supposedly do worse, which that surprised me. Yeah. I, because I thought when you married, you uh, you removed yourself from the gaggle of guys that you were hanging out with, right? Yeah, if you don't have a wedding ring, you look like a predator. No. Well, well the reason I think this that it, it is worse for single men is that when you get married, yeah. your wife introduces you to new people. And also married people are more on a schedule in more groups, right. you know, like their kids are playing with other people. Right. Where like single guys, I could see how it could be. Like I, I'm a in a new city. Difficult. I'm not looking for mm-hmm. any new friends, but if my wife yeah. makes friends, uh, inevitably, yeah. you know, one of them won't be a weirdo. I'm hoping. And maybe okay. I'll have a friend. We'll see, but it's really Maybe. luck of the draw. I'm not doing anything to actively gain new close friends. Yeah, and that's, I am, but I'm not searching out new friends, but I'm playing pickleball, which is a network oh, sure. that does ultimately bring me new friends. Hmm. And as a grown up, you really only get your friends through your groups, through your like hobbies, your, through your hobbies. Yes. You don't hang out with, at least I don't. Mm-hmm. Just you don't go to like, yeah, it's not like you're like, hey, we're meeting over at Tommy's and there's a new person there and you're like, bro, we should hang out. So, like, you don't do that. Hardly ever happens. Yeah. You're like a guy invites you to Caligula. You know, yeah, that doesn't, like, that doesn't happen. I don't that have often. anything else going on, may as well. <laughs> uh, what is, it's just a buffet. Danny, is there any situations you put yourself in to make new friends? Uh, uh, 
Are you, would you be meeting all of your new friends through your current friends? Like if you, yes, yes, that's actually like how it does Matt happen. And Kristoff uh, are your yeah, only means of meeting a new friend. And then through the hobby, right? Mm-hmm. They'll bring yeah. people into a hobby who then become your friends. Yeah, it's all hobby related. Yeah, you know there is no like social. But with gathering. pickleball, I don't need a medium. Uh, as a, I don't need a person as an a intermediary. Medium. Yes, uh, because pickleball itself is so social that. You just, that's how it works. In this article, it talks about how women are better at maintaining relationships and making new friends. And I find that for me, the biggest struggle is keeping the people that my wife friends away from myself. Hmm. (laughs) So it's like, she's always bringing in new people. I also thought about this recently and I thought Rachel has way more friends she stays in touch with because she doesn't cut friends out for being assholes. Like for me, like she'll, like she'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe these friends are doing this and this. And they like said this about me. And I was like, yeah, I'd just never talk to him again. And she's like, I'm going to call him and have coffee. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? What is going on? Like, <laughs> if a dude ever slighted you in the least, you'd just be like, dunzo, dude. That's, I don't need that yeah, in my we life. We don't need that in our life too, too much. Yeah, exactly. And women are just like so forgiving of each other. Uh, because they just love the friendship and uh, mm-hmm. I respect them for that. Uh, but also, like, uh, don't complain to me about what's going on in your friend yeah. circle if you're just going to keep being friends with them all the I time. I mean, my wife is on, like, Marco Polo of, like, uh, group yeah. videos. Yep. Yeah. Like, boy, this seems yeah. exhausting. And the Marco Polos are, like, an hour long, dude. And, she rem- oh and they God. remember people's names. Yeah. That's the other thing. My- Liz is always like, oh, so-and-so, this, so-and-so, that. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Like, you've lived next to them for six years. I'm like, oh, oh, well, who are they? Not to mention it's the a, it's gifts. A, they're giving each other presents yeah, yes, all the time. Yes, We're just terrible. Come on. As a, I guess as a gender, we're just terrible. Yeah. I will we say are. this. I should and, give more gifts, honestly, to my friends. That would be a nice gesture, and I think it would be exciting. I know I have a couple friends that will give me uh gifts sometimes and it's nice to it's refreshing like i got some birthday gifts from some of my closest friends uh and uh i did tell them thank you but i think they both listen to this podcast from time to time so if they're listening here thank you very much for the birthday gifts that does mean a lot to me and it's refreshing because uh i don't have a lot of people giving me gifts rob you've given me birthday gifts in the past and uh it always is uh uh, a very nice surprise to receive a gift. Mm-hmm. It says here at the end of the article that Americans are devoting only 30 minutes a day to their friendships and that it's not enough. Not enough. And I, w- I will we say this. An I- hour a week to this friendship. Yeah. I will say this. I read an article or something. It was in a book. Can't even remember where it came from. And it mentioned the minute you feel like doing something nice, you should just do it at exactly at that moment. Mm-hmm. So whether it's texting someone or calling someone or sending something or whatever it is, you should do it because... That I thought that's actually a great idea. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to implement that. And then, of course, I didn't. But I think that if that's all you did is when you thought of someone and you thought, uh, you know, like, oh, I should write, call, do this or that and just did it right then and there. That would be enough to go back to the 90s in terms of friendship, hmm. because uh it, it, it would be more than you would you would think. It would, you know, it, it'd end up being a lot a lot more work. But I think that it would also re- keep those connections and the, the communication flowing. Because the problem is, you kind of ghost your friends, not intentionally, but oh, it's like for sure. this. What do they call the slow in the relationship? The slow where you kind of just the slow fade. Yeah, the slow so fade. You, well, it would also be fun all the time 
it would be fun. Like I've thought of my, I've thought as I've gone around places like, oh, I have a little bit of time. It'd be fun to call Rob or Danny and just talk to him on the phone. But I know there's like an 80, <laughs> 80% chance Rob's not picking up because he's busy mm-hmm. and a 99% chance that Danny's not picking up because he's going to ignore my call. And that's the difference, I think, between at least some guys and some uh, women is that the, I think the woman would do that. And they can maintain the relationship. And then the guy, I always picture, like Tyson just said, that individual I want to call doing the things that I think they're doing. And I also feeling the way I think they would feel, which is mostly the way I feel about mm-hmm. getting a random call. And that's that's the problem, is that if we just did it and didn't even think about it, it would probably have a lot of benefits. I do like to uh, fantasize about that. Like, uh, what if I did have a best friend? Like, oh, like, do you think that'll happen? You think it that can sounds happen? So Nicole? Sad. Isn't it Nicole? <laughs> no, you can't. You, your wife shouldn't be your best friend. Okay. You should have a real best friend. But uh, I honestly... Unfortunately, like, my wife is my best friend. Uh, but, I, but I should, like, uh, I think it would be healthier for our relationship if I had a different But person. I don't think... I have way too many inner thoughts in my mind to share them with anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that... I don't know if there's people that that friendship exists where they're just like, I'll just tell them the innermost deepest things in my brain. Cause I'm like, not even Danny will hear. I don't want to know. He does I not want to know. <laughs> that's, that, but that's probably means I'm not probably a great friend because this article <laughs> talks about how they can. No, I mean, it's nothing necessarily terrible. It's just like, uh, yeah, like, uh, I, Can you imagine having a friend who you have deep emotional conversations no, with? Like that would be that, crazy. That blows I, my mind. I can imagine a robot yeah. that I do that with. Yeah, yeah. Or I can't like going to a psychi- a going to a psychiatrist maybe and having yeah. that conversation. But I've Rob, is that what you're hoping for in well, a best friend? Is- so here's the thing. Like I would love to like uh, like pour out my list of complaints about everything, but the idea of uh, hearing somebody else's list of complaints sounds like a real burden. <laughs> yeah, so you want just a one-way best friend. That's what I'm saying, the robot. <laughs> yeah, the robot. You can tell the, ro- no, yeah, you can tell the robot No, sci- a psychiatrist, guys. You guys can go and talk. I mean, I don't... I've... I've... I mean... It's, I'm not shaming any degree. I've never had a no. psychiatrist other than the ones that Survivor has mm-hmm. provided after the show. And I've always found it quite refreshing to sit down before or after the show because yeah. they interview you no, before to sit down that. and just like pour your soul out and just be like, here's all the things in my head about the show and about this and this. And it's nice to just like mm-hmm. unload. Still not it a friend even, though. It doesn't That's even feel like unloading. Yeah, it's not a friend, but neither is a robot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think a robot is more of a friend than a professional. Yeah. You think? Because would the you robot's feel... not getting paid to be there. And then, by the way, by when I say robot, I'm thinking of a highly sophisticated. That's exactly AI. the same as a psychiatrist. What are, no, is there a therapist that you could like uh, get a lunch with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably. your best friend. That's no, your best dude. friend. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna put on my on my website. Because I'm really good at listening and just being like, and how did that make you feel? I should do mm-hmm. like some lunch date uh, opportunities for people. No. Yeah. Rob already pointed it out. The burden of knowing other people's problems, that's something that you now carry with yourself. Not to the same degree. But, even, but what if you don't know the people there. very well? Uh, that's probably better, but I still think you'd be carrying. Some so, of their do burden. you want to be a bishop in your congregation? Oh your, no, never, never. Where everybody's telling you all of their sins. You don't want to be anyone in a position where you have to hear 
people you know tell you their problems and then just carry that weight. That's just, and not ugh. be able to tell anybody about it. No. And also, I'm, I think there's a twofold there because when you're listening to people's problems, some other times you're like, these aren't even really problems. Why are these people acting like this? And then other times they're like, this is so heavy. I can't even yeah. believe. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that existed on the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, but you, then I, the other people, yeah, you're just like, that's not a problem at all. I do that a uh, hundred times a day. And they're just like, it's so, it's a burden. Yeah. I, uh, we're doing okay, guys. We have each other. Okay. Um, let's talk about Rob. a, uh, Rob, yes. Y- you have me, bro. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Thank yeah. you, Tyson. You guys, yeah, I'm your, both of your friends. I hope, uh, you guys already knew that if you didn't already. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. You can come to me for anything. Oh, wow, Tyson. I'll be coming to you about my core streams. I do. Mm-hmm. I think you should. I would like that. All right. Well, here's a story where we always like to talk about uh, treasure hunts and uh, found treasure. And here is the case of a $10,000 treasure that was found in Utah. Danny, did you know about this? Did, yeah. Is this off your radar? No, this is on my radar, and this is a great activity for best friends to do together. I mean, obviously, it's been fun. So, wait, are you kidding me? A $10,000 treasure? Where did they find this? Draper. And it, what was it? It was $10,000. Oh, it was cash? Uh, uh, yeah, some equivalent to cash, something that was immediately redeemable. So mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, I, my wife sent this to me. She's like, oh, you'd be so good at finding this because I spent so much time in the mountains. But I'm that like, constitute treasure. that doesn't really help me because the clues were so only a local who was on that specific trail would mm-hmm. really catch some of those clues. Other than that, there's hundreds of miles of trails. And yeah, I've been on a lot of them, but I didn't recognize any of the clues. But go on. Okay. Up. Yeah. So uh, that uh, a man named Andy Swanger, he found the buried treasure chest with a uh, 10 thousand dollars cash uh and a couple other items uh at the mouth of big cottonwood canyon in utah danny whose treasure was this uh so this is the second time this has been done by an individual or a group of individuals and from the article i read yesterday it didn't sound like a business it sounded just like a guy who was trying to encourage people to go outdoors and last year he did five thousand dollars if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. this year he did ten And what I found interesting in reading the article uh, the other day was that he talked about the burden of having people, because this triggered a a handful of search and rescues, just like every treasure hunt does. But he said he was just getting just swamped with messages about positive ones, you know, like this is really helping me and my family get out to like, I need a clue to, I need the, you know what I mean? It like triggers a bunch of strangers to unload on you. And he said he was very glad it was over because it was becoming overwhelming. Hmm. So he's not going to do it again. Maybe. Yeah, he did. He did done it twice. Um, so obviously he can handle it for short, uh, short periods of time. But dude, you really become a target. If you say, I know where $10,000 in cash is, you become, I think, an unwanted target. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, they found it. Um, it was at a trailhead, if I remember correctly, yeah. just about 15 miles away from me. Uh in a popular area. And yeah, a, a guy found, he said he went out five times, I believe kind of followed the clues. He remembered something from a plaque or whatever. And that's what I was talking about with Liz. You had to have like some previous knowledge of some uh, of the area, you know, and he found it and 
Now he's a target. He's got 10,000 in cash, probably walking around. You know, as long as he doesn't go to a strip club, like a lot of lottery winners. He's going to Disneyland. Yeah, he is going to Disneyland, paying off debt and going to Disneyland. (laughs) So everyone knows where he'll be. Yeah. He's going to have thousands of dollars in his pocket. Oh, he's going to carry it with him at Disneyland. (laughs) Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. naturally. No, I mean, if you're taking a family to Disneyland, most of, most of that's gone. Maybe. I mean, that's only a handful of uh, those um, Ant-Man sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, you know? that's he's, true. He's probably throwing people <laughs> off the scent. He's probably not really going to Disneyland. They'll never uh, look He's actually him. in California Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Having the Coors dream. Another treasure in Utah discovered this week. Danny, did you see this video of the Wolverine in the oh. neighborhood? Yeah, on the ring doorbell. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That uh, Rob, a Wolverine was spotted in Utah in a neighborhood. Only the fourth Wolverine in the history of the state. Hmm. Not, not the not the spandex clad claw. Yes. Uh, yeah. Not the X Man. A real animal Wolverine from the Arctic. Which, Arctic. by the way, Wolverines—they're cool. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen one? They're not like I've never seen one in the wild, but they're not like wolves. I mean, they don't. They're like little, they're not as cool as you'd think. You know, no. like stumpy creatures and they're vicious, supposedly. Yeah, but it's just odd that there's one in Utah. Well, I always feel bad because he's all by himself. Imagine and being the only Wolverine and yeah. it's super hot and you don't have mm-hmm. a girlfriend or a best friend. To talk just, about we don't know. It is. But how did they get there? Uh, probably just walked. Probably looking for a a mate. Adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh, a mate. Or, a, or adventure. A best friend. Or yeah. A best yeah. Friend. How many best friends do Wolverines have? <laughs> They're solitary creatures, to my knowledge. Yeah, thirty years Zero. ago, they they weren't as much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before the internet, yeah, Wolverines were very social. They need to get mm-hmm. married and have uh, mates that make friends. You don't think this Wolverine was linked to the ten thousand dollars in any capacity? <laughs> he was meant to be guarding it. Yeah, it was like a yeah. Pandora's that... box. If you found the ten thousand dollars, it you also released a Wolverine. the Wolverine on the community. <laughs> So it was at, at what cost? Yeah, for reals. And uh, Wolverines probably uh, are carriers of rabies, I would assume. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Let me tell you about another uh, dangerous animal that was on the loose. Uh, mm-hmm. This story uh, comes to us uh, from uh, Down Under in Australia. Ah, uh, Down Under. Where? <laughs> somebody had to do it. Somebody had to do it. Uh, a 65-year-old man uh, was uh, using the toilet when he felt a pinch in his genitals, uh, which Snake. turned out to be a bite from a reticulated python. Pinch? They'll get you. Yeah. Just a pinch? Yep. So a small a python. Pinch. By the way, I, I'm surprised that the snake didn't begin the process of digesting and ingesting the testicles. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. how would that work? Because then if he sucks the whole body in, because they, you know how they like to suck the whole body in from genitals first, the guy would have to fold over. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. It looks like, I mean, I'm, I don't know what this guy's look like, but it probably looks egg-like, you know, and they do eat eggs. Yeah. Uh, I'm just surprised he like, the snake had this presence of mind to like kind of nibble at it a little bit before going all in. Because I think snakes, when I see them eating, they go all in. They don't half measure yeah. a meal. I have, I have yeah. some questions. Yeah. Uh, was it his pet snake? Was it a wild snake? Did it come up through the sewer? Did it come into the house another way? Was it? I, was, I assume it was coiled up in the bowl. Yeah. Um, great question. Uh, let mm-hmm. me see if I can. Uh, Not yeah, his can, snake, yeah, Tyson. Confer- uh, escaped a neighbor's apartment. Yeah. Is Okay. So it was a pet snake from a neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. That's how it knew to just nibble the nuts because it like had been trained <laughs> by the well, do, do you know if it was uh if it was testicles? Or was it, it was like, like uh, there's no peanut butter on here. Yeah. Rob, uh, what part is hanging like uh, Oh, I have not I've not seen this man. I uh, mean either. So obviously I mean, he's speculating here. Yeah. But he is 65, and those babies are down swinging low. And I'm just guessing, and it says here, genital area. I mean, what area is most prominent to a snake? He's not going for the chode. I don't think he's going for the wang. I think he's going for the thing that looks most familiar to, like, eating an egg or something. Mm. And that's just... How do you know so much about snakes? Yeah, well, I've read broad, I've read a lot about snake groin attacks. Mm-hmm. It's uh, in my search history for sure. Yeah, reticulated pythons, uh, their diet consists of mammals and sometimes birds. So maybe it was uh, an an egg. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you that that's what it thought. No, they do I'm eat eggs. Surprised but... it didn't go all in. That's what bothers me about this article. Why didn't the snake go all in? This is in? a pet snake that's been around humans mm-hmm. and knows is... what a pair of testicles look like. No, well, maybe we don't know shouldn't but yeah. uh but i think that when you're acclimated to humans you definitely act a little bit differently around them than you would if you were a wild animal yeah. and uh yeah this isn't the first time i've heard of this i've heard of snakes no. coming up through the sewers or being coiled a pet snake being coiled in the bowl and then uh i don't know if i've ever heard of one biting yeah someone from under but uh it was bound to happen what a nightmare well, this is the stuff of nightmares. can i tell you that locally here uh, that uh all the buzz last week was the raleigh cobra did you hear anything about this oh my gosh a cobra got loose a cobra a venom spitting a zebra cobra which could spit venom them up to nine feet escaped somebody's house and was on who owns owns this who owns this crazy person gosh dude and this is where you live now this This person needs to be yeah this person needs to be did they find it they did find it but there was like two or three days where it was all the that anybody was talking about was have you seen the raleigh cobra where did they find it uh it was on somebody's doorstep uh ultimately Dude. there was a guy his name is he's a 21 year old he had dozens of reptiles and many venomous snakes uh and one escaped and nobody knew where it was they should send him to snake oh island gosh yeah because that's where he needs to go mm-hmm. that is crazy dude although you see that like there's like you can get that stuff it's crazy to me uh you uh i went to this place called like out of Africa safari or something. And it's like this ramshackly, like everything's just chain link fences. And then they had this one exhibit that was like two King Cobras that are like 25 feet long each. And they're just behind some plexiglass. And I'm like, dude, those things. And that stuff could survive. Some of that stuff survives, would survive in Arizona without Mm -hmm. like, I think it's one thing to be like, Hey, we have this cobra and we're in Antarctica. Okay, that thing is not surviving if it gets out. But to be like, oh, we brought it to an exact replica of its environment, but it's going to wreak havoc on the ecosystem because who knows what effect it will have. Uh, that's ir- irresponsible. Well, and it's crazy. We read stories about people smuggling stuff in the U.S. all the time, like the finches, snails, whatever. And it's like, how did the snake get in here? Did someone sneak it in in a, in a baked ham? 
you know, that they claim their grandmother gave them before they left uh, whatever country this terrible snake came from. It's like somehow this got here. Someone sent it. Someone. There's no way these things can can be legal for private ownership. No, they're going to change the laws here in uh, Raleigh to after that. that. Yeah, after that. That was it. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. And nothing like that had happened before in Raleigh. Yeah, I guess they didn't feel like they needed to have that legislation. uh, You know, I'm going to look up spitting cobra so I can add that country to the list of places I never want to go. Uh, India, Philippines. Southeast Asia. Oh, Philippines. Yeah. Uh, my season of Survivor, my third season, there was spitting cobras on the island. And oh they said, gosh. if you come across a snake, cover your eyes. Cover your ah, eyes. So you can't you see, see it as it comes in and bites uh, you. Get away from it, but you got to cover your eyes. So all the producers and stuff were wearing sunglasses all the time, even when it was oh like darker, God. just to not get venom spit in Dude, their these eyes. These things but, are nightmares. Uh, yeah. One last story before we get to Danny's bolt hole. Um, we talked about uh, what happens if a reticulated python gets you in the gonads. Uh, maybe you live longer because a new study uh, <laughs> done on some sheep in New Zealand is mm-hmm. proving that castration could pave the way to longer life for men. Question: so at, what, at what age? At what age do you get castrated then? Hmm. Also, what does castration mean? Is it the wang? Is that just the nuts? I just mean, the nuts. I've always wondered when reading about eunuchs, mm-hmm. and I've assumed it was just Eunuchs nuts. are different. Are they? I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think castration is uh, te- testes only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just get rid of them. I mean, maybe when you go to get that vasectomy, you just have those bad boys removed. Mm-hmm. And but then what? And then you dude, live... He lived an extra six months. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you take a shower at the local club, you know, after working out, people, you become the object of uh, yeah, I mean, well, Danny, curiosity. You, yeah, you could get, okay. you, you, you could uh, have uh, replicas. Oh, that's true. You could get some sweet, smooth, glossy mm-hmm. uh, prosthetics. Yeah. And then you could switch them out. Some could be rainbow colored. That would be cool. It kind of, you know, you could wear them on different occasions. When you have a dressy occasion, you get them all nice and shiny. And yeah, that, that's kind of nice. So mm-hmm. in this study, uh, they had some uh, castrated sheep. And what they found was that the uh, DNA uh, was not aging as fast as the DNA of the male sheep that had all of their bits intact. I would put this on the list of research that probably doesn't need to have any money spent on it. Hmm. Not sure if it's going to go anywhere. Uh, hey, dude, you want to improve your DNA aging? Mm-hmm. Well, we we can do that here. We do Botox. We do scrotox, but we also do scrotal removal. Yeah. Often female animals have a higher life expectancy than males. And so uh, this could be an answer for uh, male animals looking to uh, prolong their lifespan. Not worth it. I I don't know how much time it's going to give you, but whatever, unless it's an extra like 50 years. And not only that, you reversed age down Mm -hmm. to like your 30s. It's not worth it. Hmm. Okay. So now you're like an 80 year old who can't get you're shuffling around your house, but thank goodness you cut off your testicles so you can continue living like that for another year. And then your uh, testes don't dip into your uh, toilet water while you are, uh, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. there's some upside. Well, and you can keep them in a jar for a conversation. You know, when people come over, 
Mm-hmm. Is that like, what's in that jar behind you, Grandpa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think you know. It's why I'm 135. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I owe it all to this. Uh, what are those? So what? how much longer Snake are we talking food. here? How much longer are these sheep living? Oh, uh, I think that they are living... Like you know, double? No, like no. a year or two. <laughs> oh. Like and the- how long do is there... What's their regular lifespan, like percentages wise? Let's figure that out. Okay. So there's no way this is adding years to your life, Tyson. This is like maybe a year. Yeah. Well, like if a regular sheep lives 20 years and it adds a year. Okay. Let me ask you this, Tyson. What's the number you're looking for? What what number would you say? Okay. I'm cutting these bad boys off. Double. No. Okay. So uh, it's not 160 years old. If I live to 200 years old. Live as long as the average uh, woman lives. That's not worth it. Yeah. Like so a year, uh, a year or two. According yeah, to this study, I'm going to live. I'm going to live that long, anyways. The life expectancy of Kiwi women. This was uh, done mm-hmm. in New Zealand. Is 83 okay. and a half, but for men it's only 80. So they would be potentially three and a half years, Tyson. Hmm. So this is why women have always lived longer than men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they're giving birth, which also mm-hmm. reduces their lifespan. So I mean, there's all sorts of things that are or or drinking hot coffee right oh, yeah. rob yeah. or sugary drinks mm. i mean add this to the list you got to find the perfect balance oh. Hornisex says a sheep live a sheep lives 10 to 12 years which means that that's almost a 10% increase but we haven't tried it in men yet to do a study uh we should all sign up for this study mhm okay and oh see. i'm not I mean, even if it got me to 200, if it doesn't make me have the body of a younger man, what's the point of living an additional 120 years? I'm assuming I live till 80, but I'm just this wrinkly old dude who can't do anything but sit in a lazy boy and spout old views. What if as... What if you age sl- twice as slow? Yeah. So if that- I cut it off right now, yeah. Yeah. by the time I'm 80, let's say I have the body of like you- a 50-year-old. Yeah. Correct. Okay, now we're talking. Okay, okay. <laughs> Danny's in, dude. Okay. Think about it. Good. Very good. Uh, I'm in, too. Okay. All right, Danny. Um, yeah, I mean, let me get a consultation. Okay, okay. from who? Uh, Danny <laughs> and I can Mike. do that right now yeah. for you. Yeah. Okay. We just I'll talk consultated about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we consultated you. I thought that was... Oh, I don't know do if you want us to consultate you some it. more? Yeah, does my insurance cover castration? Yeah, I mean, how now much you can have extra cost? time to pay it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm going to live. We're going to live 200 years. I don't know. All right. This is crazy. Also, uh, just a disclaimer here. None of these uh, uh, claims have been uh, uh, FDA approved. Yeah, dude. Slap an asterisk on that and cut the nuts off. I mean, <laughs> everybody knows how that works. <laughs> Got to make big moves. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Are we ready uh, to go to Danny's bolt hole? Let me take you there. Right, here we go. Yeah. Welcome to my bolt hole. Bum, 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 bum. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. Okay. Danny. Are you there? Yeah. We here? Or are you all here? I'm here. Everyone, open your eyes. You are now in my bolt hole. Yes. This is like a course dream. Let me offer you some, a cold drink. Oh. Okay. A chilled beverage. I like that. Uh oh my gosh! I opened this article and I haven't seen advertising like this. It's slowly reducing the amount of text visible. Mm-hmm. It's coming! It's coming! All right, what do you have to uh, do? I don't know. I can only if I cross out the thing still stays. This is like <laughs> I don't now the page is unresponsive. All right, maybe I can still scroll. Mm. Wait. Okay. Anyway, this is an article I thought would pop up in our face, and it might have. And it was about about a, a person, a Japanese council, city councilman, yeah, who uh, was fighting for the right to wear his wrestling mask, both in the picture online of him and also to meetings. And you know, at first when I I read this, I laughed because you know, come on, dude, you can't wear a mask. But then I thought, you know what? We see so much stuff about superheroes, and. It's not unregular. Like, we put on suits, right? Sure. We wear suits to work because it's kind of like a costume. When you put on a suit, it kind of changes your demeanor. You know, it maybe makes you a little bit more professional, maybe gets you into that mindset of like, okay, now I am this uh, high-rolling Wall Street guy. You know what I'm saying? It has that effect. What if this guy's mask, and if you have uh, time and obviously a browser that won't fill up with ads, uh, you should go and look at this guy's mask because it's pretty sweet. It's like, uh, uh, oh, what are they called? Tadora. What do they call the Mexican wrestlers? Uh, they wear the masks. Yeah, uh, luchadors. Luch, luchador. Uh, it's a, it's, it's that kind of a getup. And I thought, you know, what if this is what gives him the confidence to be a city councilman, kind of like a business suit, right? This is him putting on his uh, the necessary costume to become that city councilman who works the hardest for those people in his district. Is it so crazy? Does he have to be kicked off of the council because of that? He's got a sweet name, by the way. His name is Skull Reaper. Skull Reaper, <laughs> which is that which could be a little off. Which could be a little off putting, and maybe that's what he should change is his name. But the Skull Reaper gets stuff done. I'm yeah. assuming. And I mean, is it like I said? Is it any different than putting on that lucky pair of shoes, or that business suit, or you know, the power pants, Does the or whatever Skull it is you have, have going a platform? on? Platform. <sighs> you know what? It's really not about his platform. This article doesn't dive into local politics. Mm-hmm. It's more about um, him having to remove that thing that allows him to be effective. And I'm just going to assume he's effective, mm-hmm. right? I and mean, the I'm, Skull Reaper, you can't like just call yourself the Skull Reaper and not be effective. Yeah, it takes a lot of confidence to take on the name of Skull Reaper. I doubt he's ever reaped a skull. That's kind of why I think maybe he should change the mm-hmm. name. It's but, misleading. Uh, 
You know, I just, it was one of those star- stories that started off as, haha, look at the guy wearing the tiger mask. Uh, and then it slowly moved into, hey, you know what? What if, and, and it shows him in khakis and like a blue collared shirt tucked in with a nice black belt, but he's wearing the Skull Reaper mask. And I thought, is that so bad? I mean, it's probably a hit with mm-hmm. the kids. And, you know, if some of our local politicians wore Skull Reaper masks, it might, it might make things a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, you know, I think there's some upsides for politicians uh, wearing masks where, you know, sometimes like if you have to like make like a difficult vote uh, for good or for bad, uh, something that might not be popular, uh, maybe you want to wear a mask because then people will not know your secret identity. But how did he get elected? Did he get elected as Skull Reaper? As a Skull Reaper? Let me see. Or did he morph into that? And, you know, people are going to change. You can't uh, just be like, oh, the guy I voted for is the guy who he's always going to mm-hmm. be for the remainder of his term. Because sometimes you just have, are going to change into a Skull Reaper, you know? Oh, so his campaign platform that you asked about earlier was educational reform and improved social wel- welfare facilities. Okay. And he was first he's... elected in 2013. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it sounds like he was wearing the mask from the beginning, which only makes it... Even like he should maintain his job if that's if he was elected as the Skull Reaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then in a second, the chat says, "Can we make Ted Cruz wear a mask? What kind? Skull Reaper? Well, what? he should be able to choose his own mask, you know, because that's his identity. So, so I think. Wear. Mm-hmm. Also, think if you ran with the some mask, of these politicians don't like to be told to wear a mask, Danny. Yeah, and if you run with the mask, I think that that's that's who you elected. You elected the Skull Reaper. I think when you on the ballots, when you elect an official, uh, there's also options for what mask they you vote for them to wear as well. Mm-hmm. No, no. I think the mask has to be chosen by the politician. That's part of their thing. Yeah, that's part of it. And his mask, by the way, changes uh, design a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, but he's he said, he said that it's part of his identity. And if he takes off his mask, he becomes a different person. Okay. So like, what if you demanded he remove his mask and all of a sudden his he wasn't for, you know, welfare reform or educational reform. But he's it a 200 year old castrated man. And everybody's like, what? Yeah, what if he takes off his mask and all of a sudden he's like, I'm all for, you know, big money in my district paying me to do whatever they want to do. Mm, No. Like, you don't know what kind you're going to get without the mask. Yeah. All right. So let let this, let me just say that this isn't any different than a guy wearing a suit, a lucky tie or whatever knickknack he wears, to, or the cufflinks. So is his face all the way covered? Yes. No, he's got his mouth. It's got eyes, yeah. <laughs> his mouth, it's, his yeah, mouth no, I, I think there, the problem there is that uh, facial expression is lost, and that some, I mean, how do you get elected with the full face covering mask on when people... He must have good policies. Yeah, Tyson... Then like, you're. I like that because, you, like that show that's going to come on where they're dating the and they're all in yeah. the beast, dating the beast or yeah. whatever. This is like that where you're fully going off just their off their policies. All politicians should have to just be like in a like when you see them on yeah. TV, they're just in like a dark box that you can't tell anything about them yeah. other than you can hear their voice and you can hear their policies and then people are making the decisions based fully they, on they're that. They're like characters, well, he's tall, he's over six feet tall, I'll, yeah. I'll vote for him. 
Yeah, JFK wore makeup on TV versus yeah, Nixon, Nixon not. might have beat him if they both had to wear plastic bags over their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, by the way, I do kind of support this. I like how we've moved this from just this local Japanese politician to let's make it a, a thing when people are running. Looks don't matter at all. Let's just hear that policy. Let's not fall prey to... I love uh, it. You know, those deep eyes that draw us in mm-hmm. or whatever. The, and by the way, the height is an important thing. We got to make sure that whenever they debate, that we make them look exactly the same height. Yeah. I think all of our lawmakers should be elected uh, by by their policies and like uh, not what they look like or anything like that. That you could be like, uh, like, oh, I like the, the cut of this person's gym. Yeah, I like his jawline. Mm-hmm. But it oh, can't be. It can't, it can't it's be. It's a cold war. You're going to vote on a jawline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be like the masked singer, though, because then you're voting on a costume. So they can't even have a costume. It just has to be. Blur the yeah, blankness. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the same, right? Like a featureless, contourless kind of face mask that both have to wear. I love it. All right. Well, great job. I think we solved a lot of problems here today. Danny, what's next for you? Um, I got some adventures coming out. Uh, I've got a, a, a an episode on mediocre coming out on Thursday. Okay. And then I'm traveling to go do some I'm gonna cool w- stuff. I'm going to listen to them all when I'm going to sleep so I can be there with you. Oh, Danny. please do. No, I I would love that. You know, I should put in some additional nature sounds just to soothe you. So, I recommend watching Mediocre Amateur as you fall asleep and hopefully in your dreams you can join us on our journey. Yeah, that would be great. Mhm. So, yeah. That's what I've got. Um I uh what what adventure are you going on? Where are you going? What's coming? Uh, we're going to go climb some big, uh, hopefully big mountains in Europe. Uh, weather. Oh, planning. that's right. You're going to go to Switzerland, huh? Yeah. That's cool that I didn't get invited. I mean, I probably don't even know the area. And you're afraid of heights. so Yeah, but I could go wait at the bottom. Yeah, kind of with a cold Coke and a high five at the ready. So I could go up as far as I wanted and come down and enjoy it and hang out with you guys at night. You know that I'm more pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know what? That actually wouldn't be a bad guy, uh, bad idea. Bring the friend along who's just a good time. So when everybody's tired, he's like lifting up everybody's spirits. That's you me. Know, make, you know how much I, I get giggling when... Uh, oh, yeah, dude. You're, you're when, great. Especially when people are down. I like For some reason, when everybody is downtrodden, That's when you I do the best. Do the best. <laughs> yeah, it's really true. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when are you going there? Uh, I'm leaving here in the next couple of days, trying okay. to get everything packed. Right now, oh, I'm that's out. right. Right now, okay. Liz is out of town. Oh, so, where's she? Idaho. Uh, she's in Washington State. So she gets to go to Washington State, and then you get to go to Switzerland. Yeah, she I guess took that's... the kids. Oh, so, so you basically, you're out of town right now. I know. I <laughs> this is crazy. This is going to so, result in an argument. Uh, so she strong. took when, the kids. When we both then... come back together. Okay. It's going to be probably a yeah. massive. Mm-hmm. So you're leaving argument. to Switzerland Don't before have any she gets back with the women, kids. Danny. Yeah. I know. I, if I do, I'm going to write them down in an email and send them to her. Like, I was walking through a green field, <laughs> and there were these two tall blondes. Because yeah. she hates it when I say blondes, too. That drives her crazy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to Mount Blanc in France, right? And the yeah. Zermatt. And Hopefully. you're hiking to the very pinnacle of the Zermatt? Uh, we hopefully we'll climb the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn, I meant, yeah, not. It's just, mat. dude, it rains. Remember when we lived there together? It was like mm-hmm. raining every day. Uh, it, I don't know if you remember that. I remember it uh, in Switzerland, 
And right now it's raining like every day out there. So it's kind of a roll of the dice, but hopefully yeah. we'll get lucky. Yeah, it could clear up. We went to the base of it before, Danny That's and I. right. A beautiful day. I'm, and I can't wait day. to go back up and stand where we stood. And when, when I picture. do, I'm going to put that picture in the video and be like, I have been here before. Good. And I'm going to show that ridiculous picture of us doing whatever it was we were doing. <laughs> we were standing in swimsuits on the glacier and people rope behind teams us were, walking were rope teams all roped together because they were scared they were going to fall through the snow. But we were young enough to not care. Mm-hmm. Glorious days. Yeah, they were. So yeah, anyway, that's what I'm up to. I'm uh, excited. Tyson, you going to be slapping pickleballs? Of course. I got a date tonight, a date tomorrow, uh, and one on Saturday to play, and uh, just always, you know, the pickleball grind. I love Could it. Did you fall asleep to the sound of pickleballs being smacked? Is that a soothing sound? It's a soothing sound, but I don't know. I've probably from a distance, yes, but I think right up in it, no. But I do like the sound of pickleball it they're loud and echoey but yeah there is something about it i think if you play pickleball that you appreciate okay so uh yeah and then uh we're gonna be home for a little while rachel has her birthday the end of this month and then we're done with the birthdays in the family they Oof. are all within like five weeks of each yeah. other so yeah so then we're all done and uh Nothing else uh, for me. That's uh, pretty much it. I just, you know, one day at a time, a mile at a time, so mm-hmm. a quarter mile of a, at a time. That's how I live my life. I think that's a quote from one of the Fast and Furiouses. Yeah. Rob, and Rob what you got you, going on? Yeah. Well, tonight Big is brother. the big night. Big Brother 23 kicks off. It's going to be a summer of fun talking about a uh, all new cast of Big Brother. Nice. All new. And then what else do you got? 90 minute premiere of Big Brother. And then uh, we are still doing the all time top 40 uh, countdown where last night I talked about the 13th best season of Survivor, the original Survivor. Wow. Okay. You mean the first one? Season one. Yeah. Yeah. So I've still got uh, three seasons up there that have not been discussed. Three seasons in the hopper. But it was was interesting because we did uh, Panama was 14. I'm sorry. uh, Mm -hmm. Panama was 15 and Blood versus Water. Then Borneo. So I had back to back Aris followed by back to back Jervis. Oh, wow. Uh, And now uh, those three seasons I'm in could very well be top five. Yes. Maybe not. Well, and and do you think Token Chains is going to be a top fiver? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in the top five. Uh, I know it's not going to be number 12 because that's going to be Survivor Millennials versus Gen X, one of Tyson's favorites. Wait, that got higher than Blood versus Water? It's number 12. I guess you have all the Millennials voting mm-hmm. for some reason. And the Gen Xers. Uh, and the Gen Xers, yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, um, well, that's, uh, I mean... I'm offended, but not that much. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, long podcast last night about Survivor Borneo. Good. That's good, right? That's, it was fine. I mean... Who'd uh, you talk to? Uh, we talked to David Bloomberg and Mel Hulst. Almost five-hour podcast on the original... Five hours? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I'm not even close to the record anymore. Yeah. These have been long. Uh, that I mean, the, the podcast about Blood versus Water was almost five hours last week. Whoa. Wow. Oh, that's a marathon it's podcast. A marathon. I know. Yeah. I know. The longest I ever did was about, I think, four ish hours. Yeah, it's like 411, I think. Wow. Well, Rob, I uh, appreciate your stamina. And I think that uh, if and when 
we get castrated, you'll be able to do even oh, longer Oh, sure. Podcasts. I'll do six-hour podcasts. Yeah, no yeah. problem. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.